I have a bar of gold that I can hit like these aliens over the head with. Exactly. And that would be really great. You can see the ground going by. Imagine watching a movie on an airplane on a hundred foot screen. That's right, baby, we prepared. It's that time of the week again. Happy Saturday morning. If you are watching on a Saturday morning, I hope you're enjoying your uh, coffee. It was 4.6 billion, Sean, worth of Bitcoin ETFs traded ah. in day one. Wow. I thought that's kind of high. 4.6 billion turnover. Yeah. Notional turnover, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah, we get uh, Bitcoin ETFs. I don't know people if that, people want to buy Bitcoin. I don't know if that uh, matters at all, know. but... I thought it was pretty cool that we had Raheem on today yeah. and he talked about how some of these ETFs are going no feed for the first little while. Yeah. It was, was it the Van Eck? It was Ark. Uh, Ark was Kathy for sure. I think that's interesting. Today was an interesting day. Congratulations, everybody. We knew this day was going to happen. It happened, uh, well, today's Thursday, of course. People will be watching this on Saturday. Happy weekend to everybody. Yeah. What's your Saturday morning routine, by the way? Uh, coffee as soon as possible. Right. Are you still getting up at the same time on Saturdays? Because I find like I do, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Now um, that you're what, it, what is that? What does that look like though for you? Like as far as as time, like six, six thirty? No, seven, no, 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 no. Eight? Yeah, seven, seven, seven. That's pretty that's much every day, seven. Terrible. The the, the, the problem really is the kids. It's yeah. like. I hear them. I have a choice. Yeah, I'm not like a super heavy sleeper, but right. I, I, I can sleep through. But like if I hear the kids are up in the bathroom or something like that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, my God, they're awake. And I'm worried about, okay, they're awake. Are they on their iPhones? Are they on their iPads? Are they breaking rules? Yeah. Are they going down to the kitchen? Are they eating us out of house and home? <laughs> Which they do anyways. But, yeah, Saturday morning, it's a good one. We have a couple plans. We're, at, we're away this week. But, uh, yeah, if you guys are watching us, you know, hit the like, hit the subscribe. Let's get this podcast going. It was a very fun day today. BTC started it, you know, nice move up to 49,000, then back down to 46. It was a yeah. wild, wild move. What, what I take from all of this is... It wasn't really a sell the news event. No. I mean, it was pretty violent. Coinbase didn't have a great day, down 7%. And you, got, you guys know that I've been pretty bearish on that. I turned bullish earlier today, though, Brando. I had it as a long on the sticky note, and it didn't work out. Um, I'm, I'm a little surprised on the price action, though, as far as these ETFs are concerned. You said, you know, they had, they, Bitcoin itself held up. Um, spoiler alert, we're recording this on Thursday. So yeah. they all finished down on day number one. Uh, from when they actually opened. It was interesting to me as well in the pre-market which ones popped up first. So we got the grayscale uh, doing the most. BRRRR. Yeah, BRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRR
probably back down to the downside. We'll wait for their earnings, which I'm not sure when that is. I will double check that immediately and uh, we'll wait. There it is. It is, I have it up on here right now, February 20th post-market for Coinbase. Still a ways to go. I saw a note from uh, JP Morgan today that was kind of interesting as well, um, pointing to inflows because of these ETFs. Mm -hmm. And they kind of pointed out uh, BITO, yep, yep. which is one we've mentioned uh, numerous times as well, BITO and Coinbase. Let's see what that one's doing. So JP Morgan saying or suggesting that 36 billion worth of inflows um, is potential into these ETFs now that they are live. And they just, I mean, I read through it a couple of times because I didn't really understand it at first, but they were just pointing to rotation specifically. Mm. And it kind of goes back to what you were suggesting in the sense that do we see more activity in the actual coins because of these, or do we see more activity now shift over to the ETFs because of these? And you hi highlighted a good point there in the sense that the weekend is going to be an issue because Bitcoin, hey, guess what? Trades 24 hours and right. has moved significantly on the weekend. Question for you. We've had these purpose ETFs. Yeah, yeah, we're still in those. Yeah, I'm still you, in those. Uh, you mentioned Raheem coming by this morning yeah. talking about a 1% fee on the purpose ETFs right. for, um, for anyone in the U.S. that's watching this. Uh, Purpose ETF is BTCC here in Toronto. We've had these for a few years now that we've been able to put some money in and get exposure to the crypto markets. You're asking for them switching over? Exactly. Do, <laughs> do these fees now being so much lower on some of these US-based ones um, no, get no, you to- I don't have enough money in them. I was actually thinking about that with Brent. That was, I knew exactly, as soon as you started, I was like, I know this is where he's going with it, so let's just, we'll get it out. No, I don't think it, so. I yeah. mean, 1%. You know, Brendan, like if I was putting in there 50 grand or something yeah. like that, like I just all, you know, I don't have that much in uh, those ETFs or anything like that. But I think if I did 1%, sure, 500 bucks, maybe it makes a little bit of a difference. Uh, the best ETF I thought we saw was about 0.3, all, all said and done at some point. I think that's going to be the ARC one. I, no, not really. I, like I said, I think if you're in, in and out of trading it, then maybe you worry about the fees. Why are these ETFs created? I mean, you know, Van Eck and BlackRock and all that, they're just going to make money off these. They're going to yeah. charge you a fee. Yeah. They're going to hope, hopefully bring people in with this no-fee sort of holiday for the first three months. They'll come into the, they'll come into the portfolio and people will just hold it. I, I, it's very, very funny. Let me, let me tell you a stat that I heard um, the other day. And that was is that the SPY, the average hold period on the SPY was something like 17 days. The average Holy. person holds it wow. because it's more known as a trading instrument. Right. People use it for options. People use it to maybe hedge positions, so on and so forth. You ever heard of VOO before? Yeah. That's the Vanguard one. Exactly. Yeah. So the Vanguard one, do you know it's average? So, so I'm throwing you under the bus here because there's no way you're going to get this. Okay, Brendo? It's too, I'm not even going to ask you. Volume, you mean? You want me to ask you what the average holding period on that is? Oh, no, no, I have no idea. 220 something days. Right. So it's just, Investment. why is that though? Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't really know why that is for that particular uh, yeah, yeah. scale, but at the same time, one of these is gonna be that, one's gonna be something else, right? So you move over from GBTC maybe in the United States or BITO into these other ETFs, let's just follow the volume and trade the ones that are the most active. And I'm happy to do that because on our show, Trader TV Live, make sure you check that out every single day as we go live at 8.30, just more options for day traders like us to trade. And to me, that's what it's all about. And they're going to come out at different prices. Remember, the thing is, is like, we always get that question, Brendo. Why does Sean trade TQQ versus SQQ? They're different prices as yeah. well. You know, one being $40, one being $15. I feel like it would be smart for some of these ETFs. And again, without having them all in front of me to see the current pricing, I feel like it's smarter to price them lower to get more people trading them. Yeah. We're going to talk about NVIDIA, but imagine that splits five to one, uh, Brendo, and becomes a $100 stock. Like, I never even looked at Amazon when it was two grand, three grand. Right. The minute they split it up, now we have, you know, OB on the floor. It's his favorite stock. Another perfect example of that is Google. When that split from thousands into the hundreds, yeah, you know, all of a sudden, Tes yeah, yeah. Tesla just keeps on doing that. But that just creates more action, yep. more volume. Yep. So I look to trade probably the cheaper name. You can use more shares, use less capital. Let's go, man. We like Bitcoin. I was going to mention that in the sense that they all come out at very different 
prices. Some in the 40s, yep, some yep. in the 20s. There was a couple that I saw were 14. That's the one I like, baby, whatever that day. is. But how are we, like, I guess it's going to take some time here to kind of iron out where they should actually be trading in relation to the spot price of Bitcoin. Why, though? I, I feel like they should just be trading spot. I, I mean more from a volatility standpoint and, and also from a liquidity standpoint, because right. I feel like a lot of the moves, specifically the ones that we saw today, were was more a liquidity thing than anything else. I mean, everything sort of fell down off the open. I, I just feel like it's way too early days. Yeah, of course. Unfortunately, I should have done some studies like, you know, when they release certain ETFs, how did they trade in the first couple of days? I feel like we'll just let those settle down and then we'll go. My whole thing about Bitcoin is, is like, People aren't trading out of it. Like, there's something like 70% of the wallets are just idle. Yeah. Like, and now these, these give you opportunities to trade in and out of it. Yeah. A lot of the time, I feel like we hear stories like, oh, Mark Cuban just lost $500, $500 million in crypto because his meta wallet was compromised or he sent it to a bad link or something like that. I just feel like there's so much negativity right now. And even when I talk to my friends or people that maybe don't even know that much about crypto, they're so scared about it because it's so hard to, it's not hard to get into Coinbase and buy, right. but people think that there's, there's that extra layer there. Yeah. Now that you can log into your you know, trading account, whatever it is, your IBKR, just type in ARK.B or whatever yep. for ARKB, you know, and you get that, boom, it's in your account. It's just as easy as buying Apple. Exactly. I think that's a gateway to acceptance of Bitcoin, people, more, people talking about it more, people holding it more. I think this is, this is a huge, look, there's only 21 million coins going to be mined. At some point, Bitcoin, although maybe never going to be classified, and we heard the SEC say this, they're not classifying it as an asset class. No. They're not saying this is a safe investment, but the SEC should never say that anyways. Why would they? Right, like, yeah. what, are they going to come out and say Carvana is a safe investment? <laughs> like, honestly, there, there's a certain point where you're just going to have and to take... And Right. <laughs> but, why, but they're not... We're all worried about, oh, the price of Bitcoin. You have a stock like Mullen that's reverse split like 10 times... Everybody loves it. You know, so let's just stay the, stay the course here. I think it's a great day for Bitcoin. But remember when Coinbase IPO'd? That was the top. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of traders very, very... Are you nervous? It brings up a good point. And uh, about Bitcoin, no. Um, what are it, you nervous about? Nothing, Sean. Exactly. Absolutely nothing. You're young. Uh, young. I'm, what, eight months younger than you? Shut up. Just answer the question. What do you... Um, Arc B ends the day about six million. Now I feel bad. This guy's actually younger than me. IBIT. He'd be eight months older than me. IBIT, that's the one with the most volume I, yeah, today? 36. Let me look like at this chart. Far, IBIT. By, like, by far the most volume. So people like. And look how consistent it was. If you come over to yeah. the chart, it was pretty, pretty dead on right in the whole afternoon. $26. That's a nice. That's a nice. The thing about this, this name was it was halted before. It must have been a symbol in the past, this IBIT. But um, you're going to see. Black, that's BlackRock? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is right there. iShares Bitcoin Trust, it says. Yeah, managed by BlackRock. So, yeah, maybe that's the one that we choose. Uh, do we want to talk about this uh, debacle that happened leading up to this as far as the SEC is concerned? I mean, the handling that, or the way this was handled. Remember we had Kevin O'Leary on? He was, was like, you know what? They're 0 for 3 trying to get this through. They're going to be 0 for 4. They weren't. You knew it was going to get approved. We had talked about this for a while, that right. this was going to get approved. Of course it was. Everyone was loaded up, ready to go. Yeah. Coinbase was already running. Like, everybody knew Bitcoin itself all about this. Bitcoin huge. was moving up. I just feel like it would have been completely disastrous if that not had happened. But the thing is, the SEC, like, do you believe that they don't have two-factor authentication It's just, on? it's so embarrassing that, that... That can't be true. Was that the story? Uh, what, did they ever come out and officially say I mean, that? I think people actually assumed that how is this not someone that works there you like, know the of course it's someone i know neil did all that stuff on on uh, yesterday talking about you know how to prepare for these things and how to be your safety and all that and i feel like he did a, it was a great segment but it's just like i think that was bs it's I, I just feel like somebody was paid to do something there blame something and, and then we'll 24 hours later miraculously well, I was talking with Wayne result. I mean you could have played options there's there's some there are some um, bitcoin exchanges and whatnot that have three times the product like yeah. so a levered bitcoin or they could have just been testing to see the elasticity of the move like when we announce that it's accepted which way are we going to go 
So then we'll be able to judge that. Then when it's officially announced, then we'll be able to find out. I just do not, it, this is not even a tin hat thing. It's just like, come on, man. Honestly, like my kids have two-factor authentication on. It's not complicated. Like, and they even but ask then, you, like when you sign up, they're like, okay, get your cell phone. Like, you make know. sure you confirm the email. Yeah, you can number. use email, phone numbers, Google authenticators. There's so many of them. You and I were sitting here on Wednesday really, when it really does stupid, actually yeah. then go through. Yeah. And they screw that up as well. It was yeah, have, yeah. 350 or 355. Uh, it shows up on the website, on the SEC website, and then they take it down again because it's not 4 o'clock, I guess. So it, it, I don't know who. But that's what I'm saying. Like, media. remember we, we were on there and we were asking there the other day, is it going to happen in the middle of the day? Is it going to happen at the end of the day? Why don't they just say at 4.15... Like, we're having we'll a press a conference. Exactly. It's just a mess. You know how much money I pay every year, every month, every day to the damn SEC for these SEC fees? Yeah. It's you a- know, and they can't get this figured out. Anyways, I love you, SEC. It's done. Congratulations, everyone has uh, Bitcoin ETFs to trade and to look at and to invest in if you uh, so be. Or so I do so think we like pull. I, 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 I do think. Uh, before you probably don't ask me this question. I, I, I think here, if we come over to the screen just real quick, I just want to give people an idea because there's going to be a lot of traders here that are saying, okay, they're talking about Bitcoin, that's great, but what is really their opinion? I've already given it. I think this is a little bit of a sell see cat. I think this is a little bit of a sell the situation event, um, sell the news event. I, I just, it's been such a dramatic run up and I'm always kind of like a catalyst guy. So if we just come over to the chart, it's just really, really simple. I, I just think in and around here, I, I think we'll test 40 again at some point. Um, and then I just, I just think it's a buy there against this 35. Like I, I, I really like Bitcoin. I really think there's a chance for it to go. Um, you can go over our weekly chart of this. It just looks great. I mean, you're bouncing its head off 48,000. Now we have the catalyst. There's 50. Imagine when we take 50. I mean, that next stop is 60. And then all of a sudden you have you know, blue skies when you take out that 6650. Um, and, then, and then we go from there. It's, it's an amazing story. Much needed. Imagine if, you know, economics was actually working the way it's supposed to with supply and demand. <laughs> no, because at some point, like, like I'm saying, it, world is it? I don't know, maybe Fabian knows. I don't know how many Bitcoins are mined to, to, to date, but at some point they're going to be, they're, they're running out. So if people start to believe in this, people will buy it. That, it's that simple. NFTs are not worth anything unless someone wants to buy it off you. You know, we have people here that collect wine or fine art. You know, Brendan, a bottle of wine's not worth anything until you find someone that's willing to pay you for right. it. So that's it. At some point, there's going to be Kathy Wood's going to talk about Bitcoin. The difference, I think, in this case is you can touch wine, you can smell wine, you can taste wine, you can see it sitting on your table. I think a lot of people specifically, and you pointed to, you know, the ones that are not necessarily right. in this There's a lack of understanding a basis, don't really get what it is or don't really see the thing at this point. Okay. And, and there is an argument to be made to the point of what is the thing that it's supposed to do? How much gold is in uh, Fort Knox right now? I'm just saying, like, there's a certain thing where people are investing in gold because it's again, a hedge. It's material. Like though. people, you could you could put a gold bar on this. Right. Desk. You could touch it. Right. You could feel it. Right. You could say, here's the here's this is not that's not gold, but no, yeah, be nice if it was. Yeah. No, I get it, but but who cares? But like, people don't invest in gold because they own bars of gold. But that's what creates the. I'm unsure about this. Right. Like, if the world comes to a complete yeah. end, I have a bar of gold that I can hit, like, these aliens over the head with. Exactly. And that would be really great. But <laughs> exactly. at the end of the day, you know, gold prices, like, if they announced all of a sudden, somehow, they could figure out that there's no more gold available in the world, in the world period. They yeah. figured it out. Okay, Elon sent something up in the sky that scanned the whole world all the way down to the core, and there is no more gold. If anyone's right. going to do it. He probably already did this. Price of gold goes ballistic, right? Definitely. Okay, well, that's going to happen to Bitcoin. So, all right. You heard it first. Um, I want to touch on this. um, Or not. Economic data uh, this week because we got a ton of it. And um, it was surprising in in a few cents. Um, This is is broken down by individual portion Ooh, yes. of the CPI. So it's a good look at what is still a problem I have to and, call that and up. what is improving. So 
Shelter, obviously, the big sticking point. If you missed it, um, inflation comes out higher than expected, 3.4% versus 3.1% ex uh, expected. It's, it's shelter, it's food, and it's energy. The three that are a problem still and have been No, 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 energy... Energy okay. was down a little bit, but it, okay. it's still the highest as far as what is, yeah. what is making up the positive side. So on this chart, obviously, above the line is or above zero is positive, below zero is is negative. So mm -hmm. um, nothing is going down at this point. It's all positive. I made the point with uh, Frank going back to Thursday afternoon show. Are we actually sitting here nitpicking about point one, point two, point three? Yes, but that's the job. Of one way or another. It's yes. not. It's not nine percent anymore. Yes, it's not two percent either, but it's comfortable. And he used the word comfortable. And shout out to Frank. It's comfortable for the market. It's comfortable yeah. for investors. It's not comfortable if you go to the grocery store still. Right. But as far as the overall market is concerned, you have an egg guy. We talked about that with you. Exactly. So haven't told me. As who far that as is. the market is concerned, I don't think anyone cares anymore. Um, well, look at today. Perfect example, but I think it's a perfect example. Positive. Yeah. 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 I mean, the market was down 1%. Oh, my God, the sky is falling. What are we going to do? CPI is higher than expected. And all of a sudden, the market winds up green. So I just think, like, we always say this, the, the ball don't lie. And that's like when you get fouled in basketball or something, and you don't get the call, and then the other guy throws it out of bounds by accident. <laughs> and then it's your ball anyways. Accident. Right. And they just say stuff like that. So um, my, my big concern with the number 10, I still have that same graph up. It's just like shelter. They can't fix that problem. No. I mean, it's like they make more houses, but and they're trying cool. to, and we talked about that. Lenar, yeah. you had a great trade on that. Yeah. KB homes, a lot of these things going upside. And then we had Warren Buffett starting to get involved with some of the housing names as well. Oh, I tweeted something out today. I'm going to go just before you get to that. Meister. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to highlight the fact that, and you mentioned energy, not necessarily huge on this, but if you go back to the past two prints, and I think that's that's the bigger point here, energy was actually negative. Right. The past two prints, and then this one back to positive. So going from something that was helping ease the number to something that's adding to the total again. So anyway. Every time we go, I think it's been like something like eight straight months, the prices at the pump are going to the downside. So what else do we expect? It's like when, when you and Frank said we're at a comfortable level, People complain when prices go one way. They complain. We, now, we have like, people saying, well, what about disinflation now? You know, there's going to be a lot of these factors that are going to have to hit. And I just, like Fed's Mester today, I have the, it's right on my screen here. I, this is the, we don't want to see progress in inflation stall out yep. because they want to continue to go to the downside, right? But however, this report that we got today does not suggest this. Right on inflation, we need to see housing and goods prices, as you mentioned there, the grocery store, continue to move down. Right, my contacts tell me the labor market not as tight as before. I do want to talk a little bit about the labor market as well, but the whole point is, is that if they're not there yet, they're not there yet. Yeah. And earlier on in the week, we had something say when inflation gets closer to that two percent, which they've identified as the key area, then maybe they will start to look at some of this policy. I don't think they're cutting. We said this last time, man. This is episode nine. We said this episode probably six, seven, and eight. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that I was not comfortable with the dot plot and the fact that we were expecting to get six rate cuts this year. And in fact, um, right on cue here, I actually tweeted something out right here. Um, and this was what we're expecting moving forward right now. It's moved now. We only have five recommendations for a rate cut starting in March with eight of them back back filling back into June. Yeah. So I just feel like as we start to change here on the Fed, people are going to hopefully I actually think it's a good thing if, if everybody gets on the same page. The Fed has identified possibly three, maybe 100 basis points where the market's trying to predict about 150 basis points. Now, I don't know if that number changed today. Uh, it did, actually. We went from, uh, or the, the total you, you, you're referring to. I, I'm not yeah, sure about the actual like total, what are, but um, the percentage. Is, that's what I'm looking at. What are we yeah. looking at for March? I'll, I'll bring it up here in okay. a second. But I, I wanted to point out the simple fact that the economy is still raging strong. Yes. In, in the sense that if you go back to the last GDP print, it was still 4.3, 4.5, 4.6, whatever it was. So that's not a problem. We just came off a non-farm payrolls print that was higher than expected. Mm -hmm. So that's still a problem from the Fed's perspective. But from the underlying, everybody has a job if they want one. Yeah. Why, why do they have to cut even in March? They don't. That's very good. 
They don't have to now. Exactly. And I think that's why the market went to the downside. But then it just comes back to that statement that you mentioned again. It's like, if these numbers aren't going to be in favor, then the market should go down. But the market didn't go down. So are we not comfortable knowing that they will eventually cut at some point? We just wait for it. There's nothing wrong with sitting on your hands and buying the best companies yep. at all times. Yeah. We talked about going through depressions, wars, and all this. At the end of the day, it's still 10%. We'll see if we can get it. My big worry, Brendo, consumer credit. We're expecting the survey. This is from November. 8.6. That's a problem. We got 23.8. Look, look at consumer credit in billions. Just ripping all time. right now. Yeah, all, yeah sorry. This goes back if you can't yeah. 2020, 2020. It just keeps on going higher and higher and higher. So to your point... We all love it when we can, we get that credit card bill. Oh, 800 bucks. No problem. I have $800 and I have a job. Well, that's great. Wait, do we? The question is, do I still have a job? I don't know, my trading today, <laughs> maybe. Um, no, but the idea behind it all is, what about when that hits and people start to be fearful and stop spending? Retail is pretty hot right now. Yeah. Walmart was approaching, I have to check what it's at right now, but was near those highs again. Yeah. Home Depot upgrades. I, I'm a little worried that we are getting too stretched from a consumer standpoint. And we get raises, real, we talked about this, real wages going higher, as well as real prices. But when we get raises, man, we spend more money. Happily. You know? ha we, we love it. Happily. We wait, we wait. We are a consumption-based economy. The Fed knows that. That's why they're looking at PCE as the core of what they're looking for. I just feel that housing's still a problem. If energy is a problem and we've gone down for eight straight months, I mean, I don't know. We how about talk about this? Breaking news today: Tesla, yeah, having supply chain issues, and Tesla started to go down. At the end of the day, we had finally, yay, we had a big win there. At the end of the day, hallelujah, man, I hate that stock. Down to two twenty six right now. But again, if they're having problems, what what if all this? And that's from Tesla. Yeah. What if Apple themselves start to have? problems receiving things contextualize this though because it was berlin so but you said it was 5000 cars yeah so berlin is currently making 5000 cars a week, week or thereabouts right which is yes they deliver 1.8 million a year yeah it's I not know. nothing i know uh, it was 200,000 plus i think in a month last month but um, it's that canary in the coal mine but if you know if austin is still working if california yeah, is still working yeah, 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 yeah. how big of a deal is this but i, I mean it's, it's not it's, but the Red Sea is what it is. We won't jump into the you know, geopolitical side of things. but Well, we can because I don't think anything's getting solved anytime soon. Uh, I saw some headlines at the end yeah, of the Yeah, you were mentioning today, Yemen you know, and all that. It's going to get worse and the worse. the U.S. is going to go solve this overnight. So we'll see what happens. I but. just, as far as Tesla stock is concerned, EV space getting hit. We saw Fisker near that dollar. We saw Lucid yeah. break back down below $4 Lucid's another one. again. I mean, delivery numbers this morning, actually, or yesterday morning. Remember uh, when Rivian expected Lucid's all-time low, Sean? I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Broke through that 375, whatever it was. Rivian back to the 200. Like, there's a lot of problems here um, in a lot of these names. Yeah. And I'm just saying, if Tesla, known as, you know, the only, I mean, the first, right? Obviously, their production the is going <laughs> to be the best. Yeah. Their access to supply is probably super high. If they're warning of potential issues, although, like you said, it's only 5,000, it's only the Berlin plant, but what does that mean for everybody else? That, that's just what I'm looking at. Um, more, to more, more to come. Yeah. More to come. Well, maybe we're lucky in the U.S. and Canada being able to produce enough oil to sustain ourselves. I think so, definitely. Uh, and we really haven't seen that. That side of the equation from this problem hit the market yet the Red Sea problem and supply coming through. I cannot that. believe USO. I mean, oil is still ho hovering in, in and around that $70 mark. Yes, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Um, let's go to the other end of the spectrum here. Uh -oh. um, we've had quite the week right across the board for semiconductors and chips. Ooh, yes. Specifically, it has been impressive, wild. to say the least, for NVIDIA all-time highs. Yeah, frustrating today. Bit of a pullback today, but yeah. All Not really. I mean, all we pulled that back 548. Yeah, I mean. It's we closed today up. I know, I know. Crazy. I, I, I actually was going a little crazy today because that 550 is so key. I was just playing around with it too much. It was back and forth, back and forth. Look, man, NVIDIA, it's up 400% from its lows in 2022. Kramer says it's still undervalued. It is. You know, that guy named his dog NVIDIA. Then that dog died. He named his nether dog <laughs> NVIDIA as well. You know, Sharif and I were laughing about this. 
I checked this afternoon. 71 times its earnings right now. 71 times? Yeah, NVIDIA. That was at 2 o'clock on Thursday. Is that a problem? I mean, what are... What, what AMD's, is, uh, yeah. I think it was like a 1,000 right. something. This like is what I mean. Astronomical numbers that these things are trying are we to not? Are we not still early? In AI, yes. In, in okay. chips? There's going to be more... Favorite, fa favorite, Neil mentioned ketchup. What's your favorite? Don't say All like dressed. the H100. All dressed. Oh, wow. So you went, with a, you went with something that nobody in the U.S. could get, and so did Neil. All dressed. All dressed. And Put ketchup. everything not, in a bag. Right. Shake it that's up. That's what all dressed is. I don't think that's available in the United States. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I kind of like... I feel like they're... Thanks for asking me my favorite as well, Brendan. I think I'm going to go with... Um, the E-chips. You know what I... Yeah. And I haven't had these in a long time. I used to always like those Doritos Cool Ranch. Yes. Do those for exist? The, I, don't, I think those the, might be gone. What's the hot one? The sweet chili heat. Those are, no, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. Ms. Yep. Vicky's has some nice sweet chili heat. Okay, but anyways, what I'm getting at is, is like, I think that a guy like Kramer and a guy that really preaches investing, I think he's right. We talked about this again. We, we did our sort of, again, I don't know if it's number seven or eight. We talked about what's going to work in the Nine. new year. No, no, but when, when, oh, when oh, we were I doing those you. ones, you asked me what's going to work. I said healthcare, and I said NVIDIA, the same name. And that was at 480. It's now 100, almost 100 bucks higher, yep. chilling around at 550. Let's call it 80 bucks, 70 bucks higher. I still think it continues to work. I mean, here today, nice move down as people are looking at the charts, bounces around that 540 area, then straight back to 550. Um, on the daily, let's just, I have the daily down there. Let me make this a little bit bigger. There it is, man. Bouncing perfectly. Nice, nice support down here. The 200 period's kicking um, up to 550 again. I, I mean, I like NVIDIA, and honestly, why bother to dabble anywhere else? I would do the at SMH. This point, no. no. Yeah, at this point, I mean, you're right. You, you, I, I own AMD and NVIDIA. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, why get fancy with Broadcom and all that? People, smarter, smarter individuals will know like what the next thing is. But you've seen, I mean, look, look, look at NVIDIA booming, right, at highs. Look at a name like Intel. You know, it's pulled off quite nicely. It's still down. I mean, it's down about 8% from its high of 52 bucks down into $47, trying to find a base. But again, if you don't have the high performance chips that are going to be used in these L, uh, large language models, then I, I don't know if you, if you have the goods, and, and NVIDIA does. We wait for their reports. We get um, announcements from all of these, Intel included, uh, from CES uh, this week. You're going to drive an AI-powered car? Me? That was Intel's big claim to fame this week at CES. I thought there are those. What, what is full self-drive? No, no, no. I, but I think it's. I think it's. It's everything. It's. It's climate. It's. It's radio. It's entertainment. It's. Doesn't that sound direction? Funny. It's absolutely everything. That sound um, amazing to you? Was talking about. I don't know if I'm there yet. I got to be honest. I don't know if I'm because there of like safety. Safety, definitely safety. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I think it's cool. No, it's, de it's definitely cool. It's just, it, it, we'll see. Remember that stat that we had that was like 5 million miles driven for one accident for full self-drive? I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Like when I get into my car, my car is older model, but it's like the seat warmers go on if the temperature is under a certain thing. Like, so there is that on, kind of... On their own. Yeah, on yeah. their own already, yeah. you know, but so that's kind of stuff. I mean, there's been... I used to have a, a SUV that had the automatic wipers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So when same. it starts yeah, raining, my, my, the wipers my, just come yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, every... So. I think like every car has that. No, right? I know, yeah, but yeah. it's. Do we care? No, we don't care that much about that. <laughs> um, no, no, I, 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 I think. Look, Internet of Things. Yeah. We talk about that over and over again, man. There's fridges right now that this is what my wife's bothering me right now about it. I don't know how much you it want is. A like fridge? Ten grand? No, a, a fridge can you can it has cameras in it. And it knows On like the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It knows like when you're out of milk, and right. it will just like be like. That's Yo, insane. you need milk or you need... The future is cheese. now. Yes, it always... And the future is tomorrow also. I didn't get... I, we just renovated our place a couple of years ago. I didn't actually get a smart fridge. Ouch. Did you get anything? Ba what did you get? What, anything? A Fisher and Pakel. That means... Okay. Shout out to Australia. I mean, it sounds very expensive. I think you probably got a good one. Yeah, if you're made in Australia, made in Australia. Come on, bro, it probably cost $1,000 a ship over here. What the hell are you doing? Uh, it took long enough. That's for damn sure. No, Internet of Things. I mean, I think it's really cool that you have, you know, we all have Alexas in our, I shouldn't, we all have 
systems like that in our, I don't want to say what it, because people are going to be like, oh, he said, okay, Google and all this stuff. And uh, I don't have Google, so I'll just say that. Maybe yours is going to get going there. But no, isn't it, isn't it really cool that you can like, even for us, the kids, like their lights in their room. We know when they're on because you can go on the app yeah. and we can turn them off ourselves yeah. and you can like disconnect the internet, like everything. I think it's just as efficiency goes through, it's just, it's better. It's better for all of us. It's more fun. You got to have fun in life. And, the, uh, technology the, is fun. the really cool thing I like about those is if you're out at dinner, say, and it's cold or snowing or the weather has changed, before you even leave to go home, yeah. you can log on and like turn the heat up. Or in the summer, you can turn the air conditioning up. Yep. So when you get there, it's it's already... We literally, that's but, yeah. that's pretty much all that we use our little yeah, nest no, it's great. for there as it's well. Great. And I, I, Another example was we had a friend, oh, my daughter was sleeping over at a friend's house and uh, it was after a hockey game, so she didn't have any of her stuff. Right. So I was like messaging the dad, I was like, I'm coming over, I'm going to drop off her stuff and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, they had gone out and they weren't home. But he could, so I was like, where am I going to leave this stuff? And he could see me on his phone. He opened the door, let me go in, put the stuff inside. And then lock it. And then he remotely locked it. You can see everything. So it's just kind of like, it's kind of cool. We could never do that. Like, remember when we were growing up, our parents were like, where, like, you know, where are you? This and that. Like, now we know when our kids are home. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. I like, I like it. I like all that stuff. Do you remember at Halloween's way back in the day when you were a kid, your parents would literally open the door and say, be back by midnight. Am I wrong to still do that now? And then hope for the best? Yeah, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> kind of what I do for my kids right times now. Times have changed. Times have changed. Uh, let's talk about uh, Boeing, because this week was really? not good for Boeing, right. if you missed it. The 737 MAX 9. These videos are just... You know what? I haven't seen them. Really? Spend some time. Why? What is it? What is it? What does it look like? The plane is flying along. No. And it's the door fall? is gone. No. What? I, I, with people I in the plane? I didn't realize that you hadn't seen this. But but the people want to see. see. Like, you can see the ground going by. It's at, not like AI generated, no, like Boeing has like no. officially. The, yeah, door, that's pretty the up. door literally fell out. Uh, and that was the, well, the, the Alaskan airline. And the part of this that really boggled my mind, and I'm not an airline expert or a plane expert by any means, the uh, imagination, but... The only reason that these doors were plugged, quote-unquote plugged, as they're calling it, is because that door did not align with the seating arrangement that these airlines wanted to have in the plane. Or the, so there would be a seat, essentially, right in front of where this door was created by Boeing in the actual plane. So, therefore, they were plugged. Now we have this chart shows... Um, all of the ones that were... Say, yeah, United is the one that's in problem. All of the ones that were affected here, I think it was 171 total, that are grounded. Mm -hmm. United the worst. Alaska is the one that uh, had the problem in flight and everyone was taking videos of it. I wish I had more stats. I mean, you know how many um, planes or, you know, trips there are every single day? Oh, it's monster. You know, yeah, like, I'm, I'm actually surprised we don't get more videos kind of just of, like, random things like that happening. But that's scary. Did you hear about the guy in Toronto, by the way? Oh, no. <laughs> what? It, the plane hadn't taken off, but... A Boeing again? It, it was at the gate, and somebody opened the door and jumped out onto the tarmac. It was like, 20 feet to the ground. I don't know. I, but you're allowed to open the door, no? Is it automatically locked unless it's... In a plane? Oh, but you said it was on the tarmac. No, it was, but like the guy went to. I just wonder like, if, if, it, if one it was of the, secu the security doors opened it, and he was like, in I'm, not taking, "I'm not taking this plane." Jumped out 20 feet onto the tarmac. People are come nuts. on. People are I nuts. don't even know. Like that just seems ridiculous. Yeah. Like maybe he lost a bet or something. He jumped out of the plane. No, I think it's just optics. I'm not worried about anything. As a, as a Boeing investor, we had eight straight weeks to the upside, and we ran into we ran into some resistance up here around just 270. Um, and then now the bad news comes, and it's just see you later. I mean, right. I shorted that news, and we made a little bit of money on that. Uh, we have the 50 period, the 200 period down here at 200 bucks. We have some nice areas of support there. I think it falls in, and I think it's a buy op buy opportunity. I mean, look. It, the end of the day, it's a monopoly. You want to invest in monopolies? Yes, you do. And Boeing is still that. Are they going to have to probably pay the piper? I don't know. No one got hurt? Uh, no, surprisingly, yeah. Okay, Zero. so that's good. The, um, At some point, the FAA is going to approve them again, and then it starts to go back to the upside until another door falls off. Or, or something else happens, because we all know this is not the first issue for Boeing in even the past couple of years. There was a lot of analysts. The thing is, nobody can do anything about it. You cannot just, just start making planes. 
No, of course. Right. But there was a lot of analysts pointing to the fact that this could be reputational damage, permanent reputational damage for someone like a Boeing. Now that's doomsday speak and analysts speak for they want to buy possibly lower at lower prices, but we'll see. It's still a big name, still tons of market cap on Boeing. And um, yeah, I mean, I think travel, we're all three of us, me, you, and Neil are all traveling to Europe this summer yep. or in and yep. around there. So, I mean, you're going to be on a plane. If it says, Boeing. Right. <laughs> so are you, are you not going or? No, of course I will. Of course I will. Uh, the good news, or the, the only positive, if there is any positive for uh, us north of the border, no air care. Here, 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 here's our the Our 737 uh, MAX 9s. Oh, they're not? None. Okay. Zero. Here, here, here we go. Yeah, there it is. Here you go. So here's the door. That was door. after a safe landing. Here's the door. Like imagine, imagine you're imagine sitting there. I was there. gonna say the same thing. That'd be kind of wild. Is that a lawsuit? Do you have like PTSD after that? There's. Uh, I mean, we talked about it on the live show. Make sure you come join the live show. Hit the like and subscribe down below. Uh, leave a comment as well. Let yeah, us, leave a comment. Let us know if you would still travel on a Boeing. Was seven three seven Max nine? Was it yeah seven three seven Max nine? Yeah. I mean, all the ones that Air Canada. Neil said no. He, on the show, I don't yeah, know. Neil's not here to defend that, so what? No, no, I'll, I'll ask him. I'm not, um, I'm not trying to throw him under the bus. But he was just saying, like, he's definitely thinking twice about that. I, I just don't think we're there yet, nor do I think we have a choice. Because I just went back to him and said, are you driving home today or whatever? Because, no, honestly, there's, like, yeah. driving your car has so much danger yeah. involved. Yeah. Like, for example, you could just be on a random highway and dude's tire pops off. Exactly. We see all the time. We see all the, all the time. Like some innocent bystander unfortunately loses their life or something happens where a tire just flying into them. I just think there's risk with everything in life. Um, for the most part, you mentioned going to Europe from uh, Toronto or any major center in Canada. It's uh, the 777 typically. Okay. And there's multiple different variations of that plane, the Boeing 777, uh, that make those trips uh, quite frequently. But anyways... Uh, yeah, no 737 MAX 9s in operation from a Canadian carrier, but this is going to be uh, a problem that they're going to have to deal with still. Yeah, I mean, everyone listening is probably saying, who the hell cares, cares. about Canada? Yeah. And so let's just move on. What is our next topic? We want to talk John, about some we Apple. We care about uh, Canada. Oh, no, I care about Canada. I do, too. Yeah, I want to talk about Apple because this was uh, pretty interesting this afternoon. Uh, there was a report, a report suggesting 80,000 was the number I saw for the Vision Pro headset. Yeah, but that's going to be the first go around as far as deliveries for yep. the headset is concerned, which is not a huge number. And this very well-known analyst on X was suggesting that those will sell out on US Steel in a couple of days. X. Remember we had that story today about we were like He's going to buy this. There this was thing. news on X and it was like Twitter? No. No, US Steel. Actual US Steel. No, Elon will buy this symbol. Look, we just talked about the same reason why I think travel is so hot right now. People are long on money, short on time. So what, what the heck is $3,500, honestly? I, I, I feel ridiculous saying that. But like one week at Disney mm -hmm. for your family is like 10 Gs. That's true. Like just buy three Vision Pros looked, and walk around Disney in your living room. I looked up a vacation. I have no kids. I looked up a vacation for four days in the summer. For Disney? No. Oh, okay. Definitely not Disney. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. It would have been eight grand for four days. Yeah, but Brendan, like, you fly to, like, Fiji and all this crazy, crazy stuff. I've never stuff. been to Fiji. Okay, well, fancy stuff, fancy exotic places. You know where I look up, man? I look up, like, I look up, like, like, Fort Lauderdale or something like that. You know, I'm like, yeah, let's go to Myrtle Beach, family. Let's go pack the bags. Um, no, but great experience. Yeah. Vision Pro. Oh, 100%. Supposed to be. 100%. I mean, do you think realistically, I mean, some of the pictures that we've seen, that sort of that release that they had, I thought it was pretty hot stuff. Like, I just feel that people want that experience. My kid has the first or the second Oculus, I don't know, not the newest one, and he's loving that thing. Um, for me, the biggest concern would be the weight of it. We've had some stories that maybe it's a little bit heavy. Yeah. I don't like the story also that you have to get it, like, it? fitted. That's kind of strange. feel like that's strange. They'll get that figured out, I feel like. I almost, yeah, I almost think like it should come with almost like a, I don't know, this is going to sound stupid, but like a, something like a beanie or something that you put on your head and then maybe then you put the, Oc the Oculus, the Vision Pro on top of that yeah. and then that would stop it maybe from, I don't. How much of this though you have to get it fit to your head is, I, I feel like that's they want to get you in the store physically. Eh. 
sell you the the maintenance, sell you the care, sell you the warranty, sell you all the other stuff that yeah, comes along with. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's as, I think that's a great idea to do that. But also the experience. They want to make sure, because this is a brand new product. I can it, see that. Because it's, you know, Let me time, show you what you. They want the experience man, to. How sick is it itself. like that you're going to be able to honestly sit center court at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And watch like a Knicks game just, just every day on your couch. You're not going to pay $35. Did you see some of those prices that you probably didn't, unless you saw it on Twitter. But that national championship football game. Yeah. Drinks. How much do you think? Actually, I don't remember where where it was, but what it was a huge stadium. How much do you think a drink? Like adult beverages? Yeah, yeah, adult beverages and like a bigger one. Like I don't know, but anyways, probably two or three shots of booze. What what, what do you think that would cost? It's too bad I don't have the more the, the or tweet. less than the ACC. Yeah, it was thirty three dollars. Right. Yeah. U.S. for a drink. Now you're paying for the experience. That's fine. I get it. Right. But as people will say, that's too much money. But what, so what about then? For like a, a beer, say. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was like each national team had like their own drink. So like Michigan's was like blue with like, you know, little gold flakes. It, it, just, it was like a very hoity toity. Am I allowed to say that word? I, I don't yeah. even know what it means either. I'm but I feel sure like. You just did, so. Yeah, like when you're hoity toity, like you're drinking like fancy things. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bougie. So I, bougie. That's a good one. Anyways, no, so back to the Vision Pro. Look, I think it's going to be great. In, tw- in 2016, so I did work, Brendan. I'm not just, you know what I mean? <laughs> September. Enlighten us. Okay, hold on a second here. I did work, but I got to remain like this. Okay, what I want to get at here is I'm just getting this chart. Okay, here it is. So in September of 2016, Apple released their AirPods. Yeah. 2016. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to be able to see it on your business chart is a little bit too. Anyway, I have the stats. Who okay. cares about the chart? Because it's, it, it's still a crazy move. It's because in 2016, Apple was $30. Right, right, right. Split adjusted. Yeah, yeah. So when I have this weekly chart up, it looks ridiculous. Everyone thought people looked ridiculous with AirPods in their ears. Remember that? Yeah. Remember everyone? Yeah. I remember the rhetoric was, and I even said to Marissa as well, you're going to lose those AirPods. Like as if something that doesn't have a... Um, wire is not going to get lost. They're not attached to each other. This is literally the first time this happened. How many have you been through? I don't know. I I, probably not that many actually, because they're really solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I actually probably just a couple pairs. The idea, what I'm trying to get at here before I go on tangents, like I always do, that added. It was twenty five dollars. It added twenty percent in a month. Okay, so stock went up 20% on the release of AirPods. Everybody thought they were ridiculous. Everybody thought they were overpriced. Now, literally, you look on TV, everybody has them in their ears. Why? Because they look cool. And they work well. People are like, I don't want to have... Yeah, well, every product, honestly, Apple, that's the one thing they're known for, whether or not you like Apple or not. Their phones fell out of a plane and apparently survived. That's the other... You know, there's, there, there's going to be... They have solid products, man. Um, but anyways, now it's cool to do that. More stats... That's right. That's right, baby. We prepared. April of 2015. Right. What else was released by Apple? Look on your wrist. It was the it, watch. The watch. That went. Garmin. Go ahead. I was saying I have a Garmin. But... Yeah, you have a Garmin, but that's the thing. They sort of, what they wound up doing there was um, normalizing wearables. Yeah. Like that started Fitbit. Everything started going. Everything started saying, okay, here comes Apple Watch. What can we do Wait, with the that? the watch was before no, no, but the fifth, the watch is before, yeah, the watch is 2015. Really? I would not have guessed that. That's why I'm here, to give stats um, and, and, and to give facts. Anyways, 15% in a month on that release. So I'm just saying, like. Neither of which were $3,500, but. But they were ridiculously priced. Exactly. At the time, yeah. Like, yeah. I remember saying, like, you're not actually paying $200 for AirPods. Now, if you found a, air, the new AirPods for $200, bucks, you would probably buy them like crazy because that's probably a great price. Yeah. So the thing is, is, like, the Oculus right now is seven or 800 bucks. So you're going 3 4X, maybe more than that. I, I'm still not convinced that, that this, this final version, 3500 like, they're going to, like you said, they're making 80,000 units or whatever. Yeah. As that, that's, that's, that's the first batch. That's coming yeah. down. Yeah. That's coming down. So as they and figure that all out, you know, you know who I think is going to be a big beneficiary of this? Oh, no. Are we going to talk stock now? Go for it. Disney. Remember when they first started talking? I know, I know. I'm a Disney shareholder, so I'm an idiot. But <laughs> the thing about this all is, is this. It's is, is not like, investment advice. No, it's not. It's not. It's not at all. 
It's just Disney has been underperforming the market for at least a year now. Yep. We have activists in there. And I just remember when they released the Vision Pro, they were talking about possible collaborations with various organizations. I believe they did get something. I have to look this up. I, I just think it would be really, really cool if they did something with Disney, if all of a sudden their first few games were Star Wars related or Marvel related. Those are big, huge businesses. Um, big, huge flagships, and I think there is a point of Disney potentially catching some of this drift as people are talking about how cool the Vision Pro is and how some of the fun things to do are sports-related, which is ESPN and ABC, that's Disney, and then also some of the gaming side of things. I think Disney can catch a little bit of that. Time will tell. Imagine if you were um, on the plane with the door falling out. With your told you, PTSD, man, I might not with, work another no, day in my life. With your Vision Pro on, right? head, headphones and in, not paying attention. In in the middle of the best movie you've ever seen on the Vision Pro on a 100 foot screen. Yeah, that's cool. Everyone's you can yelling that. and screaming on the plane around you. You have no concept of what is happening at all. I, yeah, that'd be by wild. By the way, side note, I think that's going to be one of the best uses for these things. Watching movies. Watching movies. Yes. You know, the 10-hour the flight on an airplane becomes way more tolerable. Although I heard the battery is not that great. I never thought about wearing thing. a Vision Pro like on an airplane, but you're taking it to the whole new level. Like right imagine now. watching a movie on an airplane on a hundred foot screen. Imagine watching it in your living room. On a hundred foot screen. But then you you, you look to your left sound. and the door is gone in the Yeah, that would be then you would you think then, it's part of the you movie. think it's just part of yes, what's going and then on, you're not scared about it. You think you're like in Mission Impossible. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking about that, but um, all right. Let's uh, let's talk layoffs because uh, I feel just like quickly. we talked about Tom Cruise the other day on the show, did we? I, the guy, yeah, I think Sharif was talking about uh, Top Gun a little oh, bit. Was it okay? Somebody was. All right. Did you like that movie? I, I didn't even see the second one. Really? Oh, damn it! What, I didn't like why it. did you have to ask me that? Now people are gonna be like, "What the hell is wrong with this guy?" Like I just watched Bitcoin. Did you watch that? No. It's number seven on Netflix, man. Yeah. Trending. It's about. Um, there was that. There was that story today. Shoot! That... It was the credit card. It's called. Uh, Maybe I should say this for one good thing, but I didn't do any. Uh, anyways, no, it was uh, coins. Anyways, the guy just, it's a scam story. It's pretty, pretty fun to watch. There was that story today that uh, the ad tier is getting, uh, people on average are watching two hours a day. On Amazon, right? Of, no, on Netflix. Okay. On, of the ad tier. Right. Two hours a day. Is that a lot? I don't have two hours a day to watch Netflix. Do you? Yeah. You do too. When? When? I, maybe not two hours in a row. I'm not watching two hours a day of No, I don't. At this point. Nah, you're, I mean, That's most people do. Time. But most people do. I I'm telling it. you, like, I just feel like basically streaming is just taking over, what do they call it, terrestrial cable, like old school. Like, yeah. And think about it. Like, Seinfeld was a half hour, then people would watch Seinfeld, then Friends. That's an hour. Right? Ramin watched Beverly Hills 90210 or something like that. It's an hour show. Law and Order is an hour. I feel like Ramin doesn't even know what Beverly Hills is. She doesn't, does it? Maybe the newer version? Can you believe that Beverly Hills 90210, like, they were, like, full-blown adults playing, like, 15-year-olds? And it yeah. was just, like, and people For were... For a long people time. People were, like, cool with that? Yeah. No, it seems aged. really, it seems really uh, let's weird. Let's talk layoffs here quickly. Um, Amazon and Google mm -hmm. with the layoffs this week. Google is kind of surprising a little bit, I think. Came out of nowhere. But we started this conversation off with a talk about the overall economy. And a lot of people were pointing to this being the year that we see some sort of slowdown. Now we're seeing some tech layoffs coming through. We've heard about some uh, financial sector, especially in this country, financial sector layoffs coming through. It just I, goes I, back to the, everybody losing their jobs, dude. At some point, at some point, it's going to tip, I feel like. I don't know. Like, you're, you're, you're well paid at Google. The, the good thing about a lot of, I mean, I would assume you are. The good thing about a lot of this is there's going to be packages. I think Citigroup took like a $750 million write down for um, severance packages yeah. and things like that. Um, that's good. Great for employees. I just wonder when that money runs out um, in Silicon Valley and all that kind of stuff. And we talked about the consumer spending is, is through the roof. It's all great when you can pay the bills. But Google's bouncing its head on all-time highs again. So is Amazon. So I just I, I look at these companies and I say, good, good for us as shareholders. But is there something under there in the weeds? Um, remember why AI is so important: efficiency. Yeah. So if we're going to have Wasn't 2023, the year of efficiency. That was, and it kicked off by Meta going up by over 200 percent or Maybe whatever. It's uh, year two of the year of efficiency. No, but you work the thing. It, it, it's like a catch-22. It's like when. 
when things are going great in, in tech, tech, tech land, you want to be part of one of those businesses. You, know? you want to be employed at Google. Then all of a sudden, you do your job so well, and then now comes AI, and now comes potentially those programs that you helped write is writing your termination papers. Exactly. And it's nothing that you did. It's just, it's so much easier. Look, let's let the cat out of the bag. I mean, we use ChatGPT. You know, if we read a story or something and, and we want to look at it, you want to analyze it, you want to go through numbers, you could put the report right into an AI platform and it spits out the key details for you. People write tweets with AI. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I, I'm fine with it. You think Elon is going to bring back X? Yes. This, um, I was worried about Grok. Like Japan's Nippon Steel yeah, yeah. is buying U.S. Steel. Yes. So when that goes away... Uh, will that get approved? They, they said today uh, they're still expecting Q3, Q4 of this year. Why, why is the U.S. government allowing a Japanese company to buy U.S. Steel? I, I, great for shareholders. National security is right, yeah, yeah. the question. But right. yeah, no, the, Palo the CEO came out today, actually, and said they're still expecting Q3, Q4 gets done. I'm sure it'll be done. They haven't blocked Japan is friendly skies. I yeah. feel like it'll be fine. But If I that just... happens, though, just to go back to Elon, Sorry, if that yeah. happens, the company gets absorbed. It's available. U.S. Steel gets absorbed into yeah. Nippon yeah, yeah, Steel. Yeah. Ta-da! Elon gets X. Yeah. He, Elon probably is like funding this Called steel. up the guy in Japan. He pro- yeah, he's like, probably like, yo, yo, I'll take half this down. Yeah. You know, we'll figure this symbol out. I just need X. Uh, any trades this week you want to talk about? Okay, so we talked about this before, man. What about, you see that news, that DocuSign there, right, at the end of the yes. day there? I think that that's a pretty interesting story. Oh, this is a good one. I yeah. think that's a pretty interesting story. I mean, um, they, you know, back in early December there, they... Um, gathered the team up and they started getting advisors out of a potential buyout. Yeah. And the thing is, we had talked about this. It fell out of bed a little bit there at the beginning of the year, but it fell right back into 54, 55. Um, and then today there's, there's a report that, yeah, potentially they two firms are two going two to get bought out. And it's always great when there's a fight. Yeah. So for me, I think you could buy DocuSign right here. Give your, like, even, even if we go back in, I, I, I like the business. I think DocuSign continues to work. So that's a level for me right down in here. If you ever get anything to 55, 54 bucks, I really, really like it. You're not going to do that. So I think you buy it now, and I think you buy it with options. And I think you buy outdated. I don't know when this is going to happen. Why not buy some July calls, something like that? Figure that out. Uh, get that going. I'm going to ask Daniel Shea about that next week. Uh, maybe we can ask her about that yeah. when she's on the yeah. show. I'll ask her on the no, market recap. The other, the other trade that I like, um, and I'm already in this name. I just, I like Adobe down here. I, I just, I just feel like with AI again, there's going to be people, and, and the reason why I do like this, and we did it on uh, Canva Pro, but like my daughter came home, and I think I said this story uh, again on the podcast, or maybe it was on the show. Everything kind of blurs together. By the way, like, subscribe, watch the show. Um, she was doing a project for school and needed art done, a cover for the book that she was writing. It's like a three-page thing. She's nine. Um, and then she wanted, so she wanted kid, girls, and it was even really cool. Like, honestly, bless her soul, like, where she goes to a very multicultural school. And so she wanted a girl of different colors available right. in the picture because that her story had like a white, a brown, a black, and right. you know, yeah. this is how they talk. Yeah. Um, anyways, so all of that kind of stuff. And the AI was able to basically produce that. Yeah, of course. So I think that's pretty wild that that's happening. We had Michael Noss produce those kind of things. So anyways, Adobe, if you Remember come back we to- We had to use like those crayons too? Yeah, I still have crayons. I- I actually just bought my Did kids actually be... a pack of markers because they still do that. I was just going to say, yeah. They still do it. Oh, okay, good. They're still art yeah. class. It's been so long. I am so out of touch when it comes to what kids do, but anyway. Have kids. Uh, okay, nope. so look at this. The reason why I like this Adobe, well, yeah, well, you still should. Uh, okay, so 565, <laughs> only because Brendan has too much free time. You know, the guy doesn't even have two hours a day. What is he going to do with kids? You're going to have like minus two hours. No, but okay, just quickly because you asked me for yes, a trade yeah, idea. Um, okay, so Adobe fell back in into past support at 571. I like it. It's taking out the 50 period moving average. This is a daily chart. It's five straight days of the upside. I like Adobe breaking. However, I'm going to find out when are they reporting. They are reporting. Um, okay, well, that's a fail. It, it says it on here. I'll have to look it up. Our, um, it says December 13th on trade ideas, so it's already reported. Uh, but anyways, nice move to the upside. So December 13th means we got at least another quarter. So we're going, I think that's either a mistake, but anyways, 
I like Adobe down there. And we always talk about Palantir. Palantir has been bought up a little bit recently. And you know what? Why not stamp a buy on Bitcoin right now? I think it's worth it. I think you can have that 45 area as potential support. With all of this news, the Bitcoin ETFs got released. We can now have outs on these coins, on these um, uh, stocks. Yeah. Let it settle down. So I'm going to say by the time we do this podcast next week, I'm going to have an ETF that we prefer. And I'm going to say you buy it against whatever support uh, is delivered to you this week because why not and it wasn't an instant tank as you said you know the only fear about bitcoin brendan is again something happens overnight and let's just say you're buying 41 dollars because 40 is your level if bitcoin goes down 10 percent overnight because of something yeah. then all of a sudden you're going to be that etf's going to open at 36 like the 10 you're not going to have a chance to get out if anything dramatic happens over a weekend or something like that you give me a pick what do Agreed. you like um i, I have a I have a New Year's resolution, even though it's the 11th of January. Um, Wasn't it last week you said you didn't believe in them? I, I have changed my mind. Okay. I now have a New Year's resolution Dang. on the 11th of January. I'm not selling anything else this year. Oh, good. I like it. Me too. Here's why. Uh, this is XLK. Every time you sell, it goes higher. I know. I, I, Remember I was throwing on, shade on, at you for buying it back? It was the right place. This is, this is what happened. It was this day. Let's see. This is a daily chart. It was this day. I got out. I remember that. You told me. It yeah. broke, broke support. I got out. It was 188 I got. Yeah. Um, and I thought, great, I'm going to get more down at 180. 178, yeah. 180, yep. I'll get back yep. in. Now we're right back to the highs. I'm not selling anything. Bro, I was like, remember, I kept saying every day on the show, I was like, yes, sir, I sold that video at 494 <laughs> in your face. You know, it was down to 470. I went, can't wait to buy more at 450. Hello, oh, 550. Oh, it's at 500. Oh, okay, I'll come back in. Oh, it's at 520. It'll come back in. Yeah, man, buy the best names. I'm not selling anything. Are we, and are we still buying every month or we're just going to wait? Like, are we dollar cost averaging on, an, on a specific time? Not necessarily on a specific, a specific time, but that's the other, the part two of my New Year's resolution yes. is not trying to time the market, but whenever the opportunity arises, mm. put money to work. So here's my like question. Like today at like 8.35 when the market was actually down and then... Buy XLK. Yeah, buy XLK. Uh, here's the question I have for you because I'm actually debating it right now, is dun, 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 do you buy dun, this break? Dun, 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 dun. On, what is that market? Well, I don't what okay, stock is that? 193, XLK. Oh. Um, I might, I might actually do it. I just, uh, so you want to buy the all-time high on the NASDAQ? Well, it's tech. XLK is, is mostly, I mean, it's Apple, it's Microsoft, it's, it's tech. So, yeah, what was wrong with me saying the so NASDAQ? It's not the entire, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, as a question, do you buy it? Yeah, I don't know. All-time highs are only numbers. Because really, sure. like we want to buy names that are working. Psychological, yeah. Like NVIDIA's all-time high was at 1.300. It yeah. was 350, then it was 400. Then it just kept on going. So to answer your question, for me, no, because I'm waiting for the 31st. I really don't want to do anything until Fed. It's a good point. Um... No, but I just think, I don't know. I, I don't think we know, though, in this meeting. When are we selling that buy? When you buy it. Never. I'd shot it. So then the said. answer is yes. I'm never selling ever again. This year, you said. Anymore this year, Brendan. I'll preface that. Ever again. Ever, ever again. Ever again. Why? Why? Uh, well, there, yeah. there's seasonality. I mean, there, there is going to be a point. Yawn. I want to look at it in 50 years and say... 50 years? Wait, what? How old am I? You'll live to 50. You're a healthy 30 individual. years and say... Yeah. It was a good decision. I'm not telling. It just depends if you need the money, and you may not. You know? Anyways. Anyways, I think that's a good strategy. Uh, but, no, I was going to mention, I don't think we know in the 31st. I don't think Powell can say anything that's going to change... He doesn't ever say anything that really... No, no he doesn't. But that's what I'm saying. Like you said, let's wait until the 31st. But well, you we saw what happened in October. I'm just saying... What's going to happen on the 31st? Like, it's March that matters, I think. I just worry about what the talk is going to be. And I just worry that they're going to say, hey, guys, we're happy with where we are. This dot plot, we're taking off a couple expectations. Two and a half weeks to go, and we shall find out. That's a podcast. What's good for you this week? Anything? We'll wrap it up with... The, with I got good. something. Okay. Go All on. right. 
because MLK Day is on Monday, and I didn't even realize that, <laughs> because I was like, I actually said to Marissa, I was like, oh man, I wish it was like an extra long weekend, because I'm really busy this weekend with, we're going to be separated, her and I, because she's with my daughter who's doing one thing of hockey, and I'm up north with my son doing something else, and we won't reconvene until Sunday. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's so a busy week. yeah, so it's a very very busy weekend. It might even be like Sunday afternoon. So I was like, oh man, it'd be really cool to have Monday off. I won't tell you what I'm doing, by the way. But go ahead. Fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what do you? It doesn't matter. Okay. No, it doesn't. So matter. the idea is, I mean, unless you're going to like some sort of a concert or something. Going to a spa. A spa? Okay, that's that's fine. So what I'm talking? <laughs> no, I love going to spa. Which one? Hamam? Uh, in Collingwood. Oh, in Collingwood. Well, I'll be right, I'll be right, right near you. Yeah. Um, okay. So the idea, what I had was. How about this? Breakfast with their significant other. I'm so our yeah. plan is, I love going to breakfasts. Oh, going out for breakfast? Yes, yeah, going okay. out yeah. for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should have said out. Yeah. No, or just sitting down and relaxing. So the reason why it's cool for me is because Monday, you don't have this problem, 99 problems, kids ain't one, is the kids aren't around on Monday because they're at school. Perfect. So we love going out and having breakfast. What's your spot? Even as a family. Well, we're going to a place called The Federal. I don't know if you've heard of that. Not. Um, but there's, there's a couple local places that we have near us um, that we really like. One's called The Cat. We really like. I hate Denny's. I don't like anything that's there's like... There's Denny's near you? There is. Really? Very much so. I've eaten at Denny's once in my life. I like Denny's. I'm not throwing that shade. There's a place called uh, Dirty Food in the Junction. Which is amazing. Is that on Bloor? It's on, uh, uh, the junction is Dundas, but yes. Or Dundas, sorry. It is Dundas. right there, and it is fantastic. I think you should it. go 5,000%. Okay. But the reason why I think it's just so awesome is because, again, we normally go out with our kids, which is great times. Yeah. But now we just get to go out together. It's a lot of fun, and I think that's something pretty cool to do. Completely agree. Your one good thing is? Sneaky D's is our go-to for. Yes, they have uh, good nachos there. Weekend brunch as well. Close um, to your place? That's a walk? It's on the other corner. Yes. It's a throw. Uh, this. I'm it's ready. a bad image, but I have a book recommendation once again. I am reading this right now. Could yes. I find a worse image, I, honestly? I, th I think we might have, I think my wife has that book. Uh, Do Hard Things. It's yeah, no, new. it's great. It's, no, it's not. It's been right. out for a while, but I just got into, um, I saw it on a podcast that I was watching and they said it was great, so I, I started listening to it. I, there's audiobooks as well, so it's, it's easy. The premise is? I go to the gym, I jump on the treadmill and I listen to, yeah. uh, well, it's, it's, there's a lot of psychology in it, but they talk about football that you would love. Um, and the state of uh, college football specifically in the U.S. and how mm. these kids are brought into an environment that is producing not the ideal end result. For the, for the kid. For the kid. Right. But it's not, not about that. Boosters. Yeah. It's not about that. But then it, it ties it back into the business world, ties it back into everything. So it's... Okay. It's, I it's, yeah, so I, I take it as like do hard things so that you can... Excel. Right. If you and only and do the easy harder things. the things right. you do, right. the easier things become Come. on a daily basis. So. I like it. I have to apply that to yeah. trading. Make easier trades. That's going to be my book that I write. Don't do harder trades, no. Make easy trades. Do, do easier trades. Yeah. Episode nine. I like it. Good Thank job. you. Good one. Uh, we'll see you all on Tuesday. Remember, uh, Monday yes. is a holiday. I want to know what people's favorite things are. We're not getting enough comments in the yes. chat. Yes, go do that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are Leave people's things What is your week? one good thing for uh, episode nine of the Markets Podcast? Like, subscribe. Thank you, sir. That was long. Fun. Bye, guys. Ciao. That was our longest one. No, it wasn't. We started like 425. Then we started like a 415, 420.